0: This is Sherry, and I am coming to you today on the topic of feeling or experiencing God. What does God's presence feel like to you? God's presence can feel different to different people, and even in different ways and in different circumstances. You can feel an emotional response to a song at a church service, for example. You can feel closer to God on one day over another day. However, you shouldn't focus on a feeling as it goes way beyond this. At the heart, it is a simple knowing that something greater than us is making his presence known. That can be an inner knowing, supernatural events, or even an affirmation of what several in a room might be feeling at the same time, such as like a peace that just comes over you. Joseph in the Bible sat in prison for 13 years, waiting for God to rescue him. Did he feel close to God during that time? Maybe occasionally, but that probably wasn't his daily experience. I mean, he was in prison. He probably ate moldy bread and prophesied that people would be beheaded. Yet, God was present with him. God teaches us to walk by faith, not by sight or a feeling. Life is full of highs and lows, and sometimes we do have a mountaintop experience, like being on a weekend spiritual retreat where you are just focused on God. So let's spend a few minutes diving into the role of the Holy Spirit to better understand how we can experience God. Scripture says in John 14, 26, But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring you bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. And in Romans 8:26, it says, Likewise, the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Holy Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. When you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life, Acts 2.38 says, Ask for forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So, the Holy Spirit is then with us always. In Acts 1, eight, it says, But you will receive power, power, when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witness in Jerusalem and all of Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. The Holy Spirit can give you leadings on what to do or what not to do. The Holy Spirit is our helper. Scripture says, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. That's in Romans 8.14. If God is telling us that we are to be led by his Holy Spirit, well, let's lean into this. When it comes to these leadings, some people have different terms to describe it when it does come on them from the Holy Spirit. Some people say, I had a leading or a prompting or a nudge from the Holy Spirit, you know, maybe to take that job or to go a different direction. So... These leadings can be anything from a gentle nudging to something that's much stronger. If the Holy Spirit is not not directing you to move in that direction, you won't have any peace to move that way. Once you become attuned and you pay attention and you just ask the Holy Spirit questions, you will begin to learn through trial and error and start to be more in tune with the leadings. Keep in mind, these leadings may not always be a feeling, but a knowing. We shouldn't have to feel God to know he's there, but boy, is it great when you do have an experience. Sometimes in his presence, I can just be overwhelmed with tears or, you know, my big thing is goosebumps, but not the normal type of goosebumps. It's like my hair stands on end for a long period of time when I'm experiencing God and it doesn't go away. It's not like I just got the chills. It's so much different. For me, it's just usually a confirmation of something being said or an affirmation of the direction I am going. I have a knowing that it is of God. When I am in the presence of darkness, I now even recognize it. I never recognized it in my younger years, or maybe I just didn't pay attention or maybe I wasn't in tune. When in the midst of darkness? I can feel an anxiousness, and sometimes I find it hard to breathe, so I go directly into prayer. Has this happened to you? I recall this happening to me when I was in a home, and I realized three of the leaders there were trying to provoke a spirit which is not God's will. My point being, you can feel, but you don't stay in that feeling forever. It requires faith. What is most important is that we experience God through faith. Faith is knowledge, and it comes from hearing God's Word. Um, as it says in Romans ten seventeen. Faith is knowing God is present when I feel happy, knowing He is present when I feel sad, or knowing He is present when I feel distant. When we think about what Jesus Christ has done for us, and it sinks deep into our hearts, it should create an emotional response. The fact that a song, for example, of God's love brings you to tears doesn't necessarily mean God just showed up. He's omnipresent, so he's always there. It just may mean a beautiful, beautiful truth. Just think a little deeper into your heart. So don't focus <clears throat> on feeling God, <clears throat> but experiencing God. All right, in closing, meditate on God's word. Ponder it. Love it, read it, write it, celebrate it, enjoy it, share it, and make it a habit. Whether you feel him or not, he is there. Just listen to how God is speaking to you and focus less on the feeling. Experience God by spending time with him. What is one thing you can do different this week to experience God? This is Sherry Christopher. Stay spiritually rooted.